Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. It's time. It's time. It's time. I want you to bow your heads right there as we get ready to receive the word of God today. Amen. Father, thank you so, so, so much. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being evident here. And we thank you, Father, for your presence that is here. And we feel you. Father, you have spoken to us. You have touched us, Father. And Lord, we just so, so thankful, Father God, for all that you've done through this weekend, Lord, or through the speakers that you brought in the messages of challenges to our lives, Father God, and reminders of who we are and who you are. And so I pray right now that you would open up our hearts, our minds, our understanding, and Lord, that we would hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say to us. And I pray, Lord, that, Father, that you would scatter seed and let it fall on good soil, that it would bring 30, 60, 100-fold in our lives, Father God. Lord, I just pray right now that we would activate all the things that have been spoken into our lives, Father God. And knowing that wherever we go, no matter what storm hits our lives, we know that you are always with us. So Holy Spirit, just have your way today and do what you do. And we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Come on, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, it's time. Somebody say crossover. Amen. Holly, I said, there you go. Pastor Bobby, guy, he's going like, he started going like this. Amen. <laughs> Crossing back, going back. All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Came back for Nancy. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Uh, we've been reading these passages of scriptures uh, through the different uh, speakers here in the house and ministers, so I'm just going to go through those as well, amen, and just bring forth what God placed in my heart for us here today as we wrap this up, amen. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, it says this, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time, somebody say, it's time. The time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I have promised you what I have promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on the land that I have given you. Verse 5 says, skip it down to verse 5. It says, no one, somebody say no one, no one, no one. Let let me keep saying that. No one, no one, no nothing, no circumstance, no situation, no one, nothing can come against you. Come on. It says no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. Come on. As long as you live. Come on, that means tomorrow. That means the next day. As long as you have breath within your life, as long as you're breathing, as long as you're seen. He says, as long as you live, amen. I will be with with you. Nothing will stand against you for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Church. 
It's time to follow the leader. Remember playing follow the leader at school? Come on, you became the leader and everybody would just follow you, right? Go, you go this way and they go that way. And it was just, uh, am I too old? And the, this generation doesn't play follow the leader, amen? <laughs> but but there, was, there was something that was a game back in the day that, and the leader would take charge and people would follow. But see, everyone wants to lead, but nobody wants to follow. Come on, everyone wants to do their own thing. Come on, there's a saying, there's, a, there's all, all these chiefs and there's no Indians. Come on, they, they all want to do their thing and, and be their own thing, amen. And so, you know, but nobody wants to follow. And we see that God has chosen Joseph, uh, uh, Joshua, I'm sorry, as the new leader. Joshua was selected long, long time ago. Where, they, where we are here in our scripture in Joshua, and the time had come for him to lead them into the promised land, Canaan, a land flowing with milk and honey. Come on, somebody say, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. See, it's a land that we are striving for. It's a land that, that, that we are going to. It's a land that does not happen automatically once the crossover takes place, amen. Uh, come on, but it's a land that we are working towards. Uh, we all heard, amen, there are giants in the land. Uh, there are battles that we're going to face. There are storms. Come on, somebody say, oh my. There are things that are coming, amen. And all these things uh, that are coming uh, uh, that we're going to face, but we are working towards a place. And God says, you know what? Uh, you know what? I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you'll be. Amen. So we're working towards that land flowing with milk and honey. Can somebody say amen? amen. And so God has prepared a place, but to get there, yes, it's a great crossover, but it doesn't stop there. We got to fight. Amen. Somebody say fight. There, there has to be a fight. You got to be ready. The preparations, uh, the provisions that Joshua commanded, amen, for the people was to get ready to fight because the devil's coming. He tried to show up this past week, amen. And like I said, nothing formed against us will prosper if you believe God's word. Hallelujah. If you don't, you're going to, you're going to go through some things. Amen. <laughs> So we, we got to stand on God's word. We got to trust God's word. And when we do, things happen. And so here we're working towards a land. Our, our final destination is a place of no more crying. Come on, no, no more pain. No more death. Come on, somebody. No more bills. Hallelujah. We're, we're working towards that place. Amen. Uh, and that is a land uh, uh, flowing with milk and honey, but, but it, dude, we still got to get there. In real life, great leaders are rare. Often men and women are elected or appointed to leadership position but then fail to act. They abuse the power to satisfy their own egos. They step over people and they get a little big-headed. Whoa. Come on, sometimes we got to open two doors for them to walk in. 
And without faithful, ethical, effective leaders, people wander. If we truly want to cross over, how many want to cross over? It starts by following the leader. For 40 years, the children of Israel wandered. For 40 years, Israel journeyed a circular route through the wilderness, not because they weren't following their leader, but because they had failing faith. And they rebelled. And they refused to obey God and conquer Canaan, the promised land. Listen, church, disobedience and rebellion will always take you out of the will of God. Disobedience and rebellion will always take you out of the will of God. When you start doing it your way, you don't want to follow the leader. You make sure you're calling your own shots. Come on, it will automatically take you out of the will of God. When you start to act on what you feel, this is what I feel, pastor. This is what I feel. You know, you're not even asking God. You never talk to God, amen. You just feel. It'll take you out of the will of God. The Israelites had an opportunity to enter the promised land nearly 40 years ago. But they failed to trust God to give them victory. A land, listen church, that was already theirs. Out of that generation of people that wandered those 40 years and dropped dead. Remember God did not let them go or allow them to go into the promised land. Including Moses. Caleb and Joshua were the only ones that survived. And were able to go into the promised land. Remember, out of the 12 spies that scouted the land, it was only these two that came back with good reports. Come on, Caleb and Joshua, they were the ones that came back saying, we can take the land. It is good. Somebody say, it's good. He says, we can take the land. We, we can do this. There, there is opposition. There is things there. But God is with us, amen. And they have nothing against us. They show complete confidence that God will help them conquer the land. What we need is to be a people of confidence today. Come on, a people that say, I believe what God told me. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm delivered. I believe that my marriage can survive. Why? Because God said do you believe what God says? Or do you still question God? See, we need to be a people once again that will believe we can take the land. You remember that back in Huntington Park? We can take the land. We can take L.A. Remember that? Come on. And all of us didn't go to L.A. <laughs> we went to Tucson. We went to Albuquerque. We went to Vegas. Hallelujah. <laughs> we rebelled. <laughs> No, we did it. <laughs> We're taking the land. Hallelujah. We're taking the land. Come on, somebody. We need to be a people that would trust God 
that he will help us. Come on, hasn't he helped you guys in Tucson, Albuquerque? He gone before us. He was here before we and my wife got here. He was already here. He already said it. I remember when God placed it in our hearts and we finally came to the agreement that this is what we're going to do. This is God's will in our lives. Amen. Baby, remember we used to put on the map of Las Vegas on the floor and we used to what? Get on it and pray for you guys before we even got here. I wanted the land. And he says, it's already yours, son. Just go get it. Preach and love people. Let's not stop forfeiting the promise and to start trusting by obeying God and start following the leader. Come on. God places leadership. You don't create it. You don't say, oh, I feel I'm a, I'm a leader. I'm a, I don't like what you're saying. I'm going to do my own thing. I mean, that happens in churches because they fail to follow the leader. Come on, we can't have a bunch of Indians, guys. We need, I mean, a bunch of chiefs. We need some Indians. We need some workers. Come on, somebody. When God places a call on you, the leadership will identify that call. Come on. Confirmation brings that, church. Come on, we, you, you can't create a new way. God places you in your house to follow, follow the leader. Amen. If you don't obey, you stay. You can't go forward. Disobedience stops you. You cannot go forward in the things of God. You cannot go if you have no leader in front of you. We need to follow the leader. Can somebody say amen? amen. We as a church need to be in agreement and unity with God and the leader that God provides if we are going to see the promises of God, it's time to follow the leader. Moses is dead. Joshua was chosen to be Moses' successor. In the book of Numbers 27, the Lord commissioned Joshua, amen, to lead the people. In Numbers 27, 22 to 23, it says, So Moses did as the Lord commanded. He presented Joshua to the priest and the whole community. And Moses laid hands on him and commissioned him to lead the people just as the Lord commanded through Moses. So we see that God was already preparing the future leader. And Moses already knew that he was not getting in. Amen. Joshua, amen. You study the, uh, you study Joshua, amen. This guy is, was a very brilliant military leader. He was a strong spiritual influence. The key to, to Joshua's success was his submission to God. That was his success, amen. His submission to God. So when God spoke, Joshua listened and then he obeyed. Come on. Sometimes we get a lot of listeners, but no obeyers. <laughs> Come on. We, we all receive right now. All of you guys are listening to me. But will you obey? Will you follow the leader? Come on. Right now you can say amen, shout, preach it, pastor. And I'll say, forget that dude. Hallelujah. When you walk out. 
Come on. There has to be an obedience. Come on. His success came through submission. Joshua's obedience served as a role model. Amen. And as a result, Israel, listen, Israel remained faithful to God throughout his lifetime. And at the end of his life in Joshua 24, 15, he says, choose this day. Choose this. You got to make it today, church. You got to choose this day. You got to choose right now whom you will serve. But for me in my house, we are going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. You got to make a choice today. Joshua made that choice and served as a role model. He says, follow me as I follow Paul, uh, Christ, just like Paul said, amen. Follow as I'm following the commission of God, amen. And come on, God is going to bless us. You got to choose this day. Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to serve? Like I said, we can say Jesus, we can say... Don't show me by speech, show me by action. We've got a lot of talkers. Come on, but there's no walkers. Come on, they're, they're standing on this side. They're right there at the edge of, of the Jordan River. I got you back. I, I got you. I'm going to follow you. And you just stay there. I'll be there. I'm coming. I'll be right there. And we just stay. Because we like comfort. No one likes challenges. Because through obedience, God challenges you. Come on, if you don't get challenged, there's no change. There is no change. If things are easy, there's no change. You just do it because it's part of you. But when something challenges you, and you step out, and then now you're bringing change to your life. Now you're becoming the man of God. Now you're standing on your feet. Now you're listening to the voice of God. Now you're taking the steps that God has ordered you to take. And now you're starting to walk into the power and the promises of God. And now you stand in authority. See, there's things and benefits that we get through obedience. But as has been spoken throughout this weekend, it's going to cost you. The thing is, people don't want to spend. Can I charge it? <laughs> and can I pay later <laughs> and get the blessings now? See, that's what credit cards do. Gets you the things now that you say you'll, you'll do later or promise to pay back. And the thing is that when we do credit cards in the kingdom of God, there are so many times that we don't pay back what we say we're going to do. Yeah. 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 And so guess what? The credit collector comes at you. And the devil starts taking back some stuff that he didn't even buy. <laughs> it's time to follow the leader. Joshua was an, an example of an excellent leader. He was confident in God's strength and courageous in the faith, a face of opposition. Amen. He was willing to seek God's advice. Here's a man that did not just go by emotion or feeling or, or what he thought. Amen. He seek God. 
Come on, we need people today that will seek God for advice, amen, and not just flow by what they feel or what they want, amen. God, what is it that you want for me? I, I, I feel this is what I want, but what do you want? We don't, we don't have many people that do that because we're afraid of the answer or the no. <laughs> no, you can't have that. We don't want to ask. Because <laughs> back in our mind, we already know it's a no. We're just trying to make it a yes. <laughs> Come on, it's time to be a strong leader like Joshua. It's time to be a strong leader. Come on, in our homes, in our ministries, in our churches, leading our children in crossing over churches. It takes time. It takes strong leaders to do that. We must be willing to listen and move quickly when God instructs us. You see, once we receive God's instructions, and that's when some of us sometimes put our finger in our ears when he's speaking. But as soon as he speaks, amen, we got we to gotta obey. We can't hesitate. It wasn't. Uh, can you think about this? No. <laughs> Come on, he's not giving you an option. He's not trying to, he, he, it's not like, you, if, it, if it feels good to you, what do you think, son? No, no, no. When he says do, you got to do. He instructs something. He tells you something. He commissions you to do something. And you simply got to say, let's do it. Okay, let's go. Let, let, let's do what I need. Let, let's do what we got to do. It's not, I'm going to pray about it. You're asking God, I'm going to pray about it to him. When he already spoke to you. That don't make no sense, amen. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. So we got to move quickly when God instructs him. And once you receive those instructions given by the leader that God has chosen. So God speaks to leaders. Leader speaks to you. And now you have to take that as the voice of God. Amen. And so... We must be diligent in carrying them out. Strong leaders are led by God. Amen? God will give us success, listen church, as we obey. Amen? If you don't listen, you stay in your mess and you become depressed. Joshua demonstrated his faith in God as he took up the challenge, listen, to lead a nation Come on, of Israel, amen, a nation that consists of two million people. Church, two million people. What a challenge, huh? Man, Pastor George, I'm going to give you two million people. Whoa, yeah, oh, trouble. <laughs> you thinking great increase, revival, no problems, hallelujah. Man, man, we, we get 25 and we freak out. <laughs> Two million? Sheep? All over. Budding you. Here they come again. Two million. Two million sit-downs. Counseling sessions. Two million working on marriages. Two million. Oh, my Lord. Two 
No, thank you. <laughs> That's why God gives us what we can handle. I couldn't handle two million people. Hey, I would kill people. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. <laughs> Man, I just... I'll backslide. No. God gives me enough for me to handle. When you see those other churches, man, they're blowing up. Praise God. That's an anointing. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worked there yet. I'm just working on this one right here. Amen. And I'm happy with right here. But it's still a challenge. Anytime you put people together, it's a challenge. <laughs> Come on. People don't think like you. They don't act like they got their own. Come on. This is like marriages. You put two people together. We love each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Couple weeks. Amen. Oh, man. And the first morning, the first week. Oh, you're so brittle. You're brittle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. You don't even say hi when you wake up after a while. You're like this. That's <laughs> how so we do their... Hey, what's up? <laughs> what a challenge. That's a challenge in itself. Leading a people that consists of two million over the Jordan. Not only that, but taking them into a strange new land and then conquering it. Convincing that we can take the land to two million people that have to think the same way, that have to follow the leader. What a challenge, even for Joshua's caliber, was a great challenge. God challenges us by trusting in him, that without him, church, I mean, know they can be a little scary. But with him, it can be a great adventure. We came out here, it was 22 years ago from L.A. to, uh, uh, to L.V., man. It was a little intimidating coming into this land that people are saying, why are you going to Vegas, Sin City? They just downed me, man. Instead of cheering me out, they're like kicking me. Man, what's wrong with you? Did you really hear from God? Those people are lost. Ain't we here for sinners? Hallelujah. Come on, uh, come on, that's a, that's a devil. Come on, the devil has timeshare there. Come on, why are you going there? But I can tell you, it was a little scary in the beginning, but it's been a great adventure now. Oh, to see the power of God just move in this city and lives being transformed that have come through and out this this, this fellowship, amen. Uh, we have had other churches come in here, redirect. We, we, we redirect people. We don't keep a lot of people. We send them off. The Lord spoke over us through, through Sister Bloom. She probably don't even know that. And she goes, you're going to have a different kind of ministry, she told us. I was like, what could be different? We're going to Vegas, now we're going to be different? <laughs> and some people that I wanted to keep, I couldn't keep. A lot of people came in from other fellowships broken, and we just redirect them, heal them, and send them back. We've done that. And it's okay. It hurts, but it's okay. This is what we do. We're here just to help people. 
doesn't mean that we have to keep all the people. Sometimes it's just a redirection and God uses our ministry to help them, heal them, and maybe move them back and reconnect to where their, their roots are. And some people stay and those are great times. But there's many that we just redirect it. And it's been okay because we're part of it. <laughs> and hopefully when I'm walking the streets of heaven, amen, kicking back, they'll walk up, hey, remember me, hey, what's up, you made it. Come on, somebody. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, it says this, No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you. Somebody say, with me. As I was with Moses, and I will not fail you nor abandon you. Romans chapter 8, 38 to 39 says this, For I am convinced. Come on. Anybody convinced? I am convinced that nothing, 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 nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither fears for today nor worries about tomorrow. Not all, even all the powers of hell can separate us from the love of God. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Come on, that promises to us, church. When he says, I'm going to be with you, that's included, amen. Nothing's going to separate us from God, amen, as long as we're following the leader. Romans 8.31 says, For if God is for us, who can ever be against us? Just as God was with Moses, just as God was with Joshua, God will be with us when we face new challenges. God was preparing Joshua, preparing a nation for a crossover, preparing us for this crossover, preparing you for this crossover. It's time. Somebody say, it's time. Come on. Listen, God's work done God's way will bring success. God's work done God's way will bring success. Victory only comes when we trust in him rather than anything or anyone else, church. He is with us in the crossover. God will never fail us and he won't start now. It's time to follow the leader. New generation in the book of Joshua here in chapter 1 is ready. Somebody says, I'm ready. They were ready to enter Canaan. They were ready to enter the promised land. A land flowing with milk and honey. Listen, you're going to have to go through your desert, cross your Jordan to get into your Canaan. Did you hear that? You're going to have to go through your desert and cross your Jordan to get into your Canaan. But it all starts with you dying to yourself. You've got to die. If you're going to cross, you've got to die. Everything. Somebody say everything. Everything, everything within you that's not of God has to die. Your attitude, your way of thinking, 
your, 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 your ambition, everything. Your plans, your dreams, everything has to die. Come on, the Bible says you're not of your own. He bought you with a high price. You're not a Kmart special. Is Kmart around? Target. We'll say Target. Amen. Target special. Walmart. <laughs> Whatever. You were bought at a high price. You are valuable. You are precious in God's eye. He did not make you cheap. You are man. You are his pride and joy. You're not yourself. You can't call your shots. I was just talking to someone just a little while that when I came out here to Las Vegas, I had to give up my, dear, my dreams to be what I'm doing today. My, my, my dream was to climb a corporate ladder and make six-figure income, amen, and get into a higher level where I'm at right now, amen, and just keep climbing and climbing and get all this success and all this power and say, yeah, look what I did. And God says, you want to go out there, all that dies, son. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Little bit? No. <laughs> Die. If I was going to cross over into Las Vegas and cross over to what God has, his plan and his will, my plans and my will and my dreams and my ambition had to die. But it's been great. Has there been struggle? Oh, yeah. But the struggle made me greater. Now I can just kick back and say, man, I am blessed. We're blessed, aren't we? I'm blessed. I got no worries because I trust my God. I've been through 22 years of problems, going and kicking that, 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 that struggles here, making, man, paying bills. The bills paid, the rent's paid. Yes, we made it for another month. We can stay one more month. <laughs> we got it. God has always provided him, and there was times, man, well, man, we're $2,000 short of rent. It's due tomorrow, and we, got, we don't have it. God says, I'll provide. Come on. Checks come in the mail. Where did this come from? Where did that happen? There's, there's people. I mean, I get it, right? We got checks. I got a check from a mayor in Huntington Park to send me money. <laughs> She sent me money. She goes, here, it was just enough. Very next day, you know, we get all prideful. I'm not going to call mama. I'm not going to call mama. I need money, mama. <laughs> I'm failing. <laughs> you know, that, I felt like I, I didn't want to do that. Been all support. I don't want to, I don't want to go there. Same bragging all this. Hey, what, God's doing good. Yeah, we're all right. Hey, by the way, you got some money? <laughs> Though they're there for us, but God says, I'll provide. Amen. It's happened time and time in our church. And so from there, I stopped worrying. I said, why are we going to worry? He's going to provide. <laughs> I don't know how or when or whatever, but it'd be taken care of. Let's go eat. <laughs> Let's just go do our, <laughs> Let's live. Let's keep living. Hallelujah. Come on, we start worrying, we die. You got to die to self in order to get into the blessings. Die to the mentality of worry and all that stuff. And just trust God. It's so much easier, guys. I don't know how it works out, but he's, it's, that's, that's, 
That's his thing. I'm not going to question his thing. He won't provide. He'll do it. Come on, they're ready. The, the, here they are. The Israelites are ready here in the book of Joshua to enter that land, that promised land. Amen. But it starts with dying. They die to themselves. The, the old cannot cross over to the new. The old generation, the whole entire old generation had to die and the new generation crossed over. That old, come on, I cannot live on the side, on the other side of the Jordan. You have to die in order to live on the other side. You see, during the wilderness wandering, these 40 years, the Israelites started to obey, listen, God's law. And they started to teach the new generation to obey God's law. These older folks that weren't getting in says, you know what? This, they started obeying God and they say, man, let's teach our kids. Let's teach the next generation, the new generation, so that they might enter the promised land. Come on, they were taught the, the younger generation, you know what? Don't do what we did. Come on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say, man, we made some mistakes. Come on, we made some bad choices. We lost some years. We lost some favor. Come on, learn from us. Come on, I want you guys to get in. I want all the promises for you. And they started to teach them, obey God. So as their children grew, amen, they were often reminded that faith, somebody say faith, and obedience, somebody say obedience. Faith and obedience to God brings victory. While their unbelief, and disobedience always will bring disaster. We must, say I must, we must teach our younger generation those very principles. Come on, that if they want the promises of God, if they want to cross over, they need to have faith and they need to obey. Teach them from your mistakes that you made. Teach them the times, listen, listen, church, the times that you didn't obey God yourself and the results of that. Teach them that. Son, I, I remember God telling me to do this, and I didn't. This is what happened. And don't, don't, when he tells you to do something, just do it. Teach them. Teach them. Encourage them by telling them, come on, I may have missed out on that. I have missed out on this, amen, but you don't have to. When the last of the older generation died, amen, the new generation became adults, amen, the Israelites prepared to make their long-awaited claim on the promised land. It's time to follow the leader. Joshua makes this command, and we'll turn to our text in Joshua chapter 1, verse 11. He says, go through the camp. And tell the people, get their provisions ready. In three days, somebody say three days. In three days you will cross the Jordan and take possession of the land your Lord, your God, is giving you. Joshua tells them, get your provisions made. Amen. Get them ready. Make some preparations. Cross those T's. Dot those I's. In three days, we will cross over. Say, I will. I will. Cross over. Cross over. <laughs> Three days. What's today? Third day, amen. Today's the day, church. 
Today, you got to make the choice. Today, it's not about yesterday. It's not about the day before. It's about today. Today, I'm going to make the choice. Today, I'm going to make my provisions. Today, I made my preparations, and I am ready. I am ready. I am ready to cross over. Amen. I am ready to go in and take what God's doing and be used by God. It's time, church. It's time to cross over, which means it's time to die, obey, knowing that God is with us. Joshua 1, as it continues, 16 through 18 says, They answered Joshua, We will do, this is the people, this is two million people, not one person. We will do all, somebody say all. That you have commanded us. Whatever you have commanded us. We will go wherever you send us. We will obey you as we obeyed Moses. And may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Listen. Then it goes on to say this. Anyone. Somebody say anyone. anyone. Come on look at somebody. <laughs> no, no. Don't, don't say nothing. It says anyone who rebel. You got to listen to this part. Anyone who rebels against your orders and does not obey the words and the very things that you, our leader, command will be put to death. And they back up Joshua with be strong and courageous. If anyone tries to conquer the promised land, their way they're going to be in trouble. In order to complete the enormous task of conquering the land, everyone, somebody say everyone, somebody say me, we had to agree to the leader's plan and be willing to support and obey him. If we are going to cross over as individuals and as a church, we are going to have to complete the assignment that God has given us, the work assignment that God has given us, and be fully agreed to the plan. We must pledge ourselves to obey it and put its principles into action. Agreeing to God's plan means both knowing what it is, and knowing what God's word says. And then carrying it out daily. Not just on Sunday. Because we can all put the Sunday smile on and dress up all holy. And I'm a Christian today. Yes. And then Monday you're like. Argh. Oh Monday's tomorrow church. Come on. Come on. You know your Monday's hallelujah. Oh work. Yeah. Uh, I gotta be a good Christian. <laughs> it has to be carried out daily if we want success. It's not when you feel like it, it's not when you want it, it's not doing it when you're told and you really don't want to do it. It's about carrying it out daily. He says, carry your cross daily, die to yourself daily. Pick up your cross and put on your crown. See, we forget the suffering part. Uh, we get all fancy with our little crosses and all this stuff. But who's putting crowns on their head today? Nobody wants to put a crown. 
Oh, man, I have a crown here that if I put it on you, you'll start, oh, it'll stab you. Hallelujah. Anybody want a crown today? <laughs> See, we forget the crown. We forget the suffering. He says, the sufferings that I had, you're going to face. You're going to go through those things. This crossover is not easy. It's not a great celebration. It's We're going into war now. It's time to fight and put our trust in God. Can somebody say Amen. But what's cool here, as chapter 1 of Joshua ends, remember that God told Joshua, be strong and courageous. How many times? Three times. Three times a lady, you know. <laughs> and I, oh, I'm going to sing to my wife right now. <laughs> he says it in Joshua 1.6, Joshua 1.7, Joshua 1.9. But at the end of Joshua 1.18, his leadership, his followers tell him and tell the people, he says, we will obey Moses. As we obey Moses, we will obey you. So be strong and courageous. Now God reminded him and now the people agree with him and says, we got your back now. Two million, two million people says, we got you. We got you. Hey, leader. Hey, pastor. Be strong and courageous. Now the encouragement is not only coming from God, but now coming towards the people. So there, Joshua's feeling pretty confident now. All right. God got my back. The peeps got me. Let's do this. Amen? Come on. Joshua was giving the same kind of encouragement from his people. I mean, listen, strength and courage is found in your relationship with God. To be successful in the crossover, we must be willing to obey, back up your leader and each other with encouragement. What made this generation crossover is that they knew it was time to follow the leader. They simply obey what was asked and God brought success and those that didn't died as you read the story of Achan in chapter 7 of Joshua come on he didn't obey so he didn't get to stay he died he says take out his wife and all his kids his disobedience caused his whole family's death <laughs> Our disobedience sometimes you think is you, but it affects your family as well. The mission was complete. Everyone did their part. From the two spies that were sent out secretly, this time they only sent out how many? Two. Joshua says, oh, I've learned. Sending a lot of people. Oh, I'm going to get all kinds of different answers. But I'm going to send two people that stand with me and agree with me and know that they trust their God. The two, the number two means agreement and unity. A prostitute by the name of Rahab, which we've heard this weekend, would be the one that would lie in protecting and hiding them even though lying is a sin. But Rahab, which was found in the bloodline of Jesus Christ, amen, that came through that bloodline, she would be mentioned and commended for her faith 
in God. The crossing was successful from the provisions and the purifications the day before. To the feet of the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant and touching the water's edge of the Jordan. In Joshua, as I close this up, chapter 3, 15 to 16, as Pastor Victor read that in the offering, it says, the harvest season and the Jordan was overflowing its banks. But as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant touched the water at the river's edge, the water above at that point began to back up. Somebody say back up. In a great distance away from the town called Adam. And the water below that, uh, below that point flowed down to the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. And all the people cross over near the town of Jericho. Another miracle takes place. Can I let you know today? The rivers, the rivers opening. Whoa. <laughs> Sound effects. Hallelujah. <laughs> It's like a movie here. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hits it. And all of a sudden this side whoo, builds up a wall. And all this side whoo, goes down until there's dry land. Can you imagine? There they are. Ark of the Covenant. All agreement. Two million people. We got your back. Be strong. Be courageous. They're encouraging their leader. And the priests are there. And boom, right when they touch, all this takes place. I mean, I can, I can, I can see the two million people. And we're all right here. There's two million people right here. We're like. Here's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, super. Calm down. We got you, Joshua. I don't know too, but I probably get a little crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what? What just happened? Ah, oh, that would blow my mind. Man, the, the the Red Sea was man. That was something. But I mean, that had to be that had to be something supernatural there. And the Israelites cross the Jordan River, listen, during springtime. When the banks were overflowing, the Bible says. See, God chose this time. Somebody says time. God chose the time when the rivers would be at the highest, listen, to demonstrate his power. God showed his great power. By working another miracle. A miracle of timing and a miracle of location. He chose the time when that river was there at its highest point. To allow the people to cross over the river onto dry ground. 
Wow. Come on, not only the you see that building up on one side and the other one just flowing down to the Dead Sea, amen. But now the ground very in front of you, the mud and all this stuff, just dries up. That would freak me out. <laughs> man, not only that, wow, wow, check out, check it out, man, it's getting dry. <laughs> it's, that's crazy. You're like, oh, man, that's, that's, that's. Right. We just drop on the floor. Oh man, listen, let me get some last things right before I cross this. I ain't gonna take this for granted. I'm not going, oh no, no, that's not, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dying right now. I'm not taking this old man across no more. Let's go. I believe. Somebody say, I believe. Church. We've heard some great, great word throughout this weekend. Can somebody say amen? Come on, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. But if we're going to cross over, church, and, and all these, these were preparations, the things that were taught to us and ministered to us, amen. But we cannot do anything if it doesn't start. It starts by following the leader. It starts there. And it starts by backing up the leader that got placed in the house. And say, we got you. We got you. Like I said, I heard that. Show me in your action. Just show me in your action. You know the old saying, talk is. So you don't know what you said that day on Saturday night. Is it Saturday night or Friday night? When you told me, be strong and courageous or be courageous. I was putting this and said, see, you just, you just said, I got you. You backed me up without knowing you did. That's what I need. Be strong, Pastor. Be courageous. You don't have to say anything else from there. I know what it means. I don't mean I got, I got your back. I'm here for you. Just be strong. That's all I need. Okay, I'm going to be strong. Just stop there. Don't go into a long... Then it just gets crazier. Don't <laughs> you start adding things? Yeah, no, no. Just be strong. That's all I need. Be courageous. I'll move forward. I promise this. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> just do it. Amen. Church is time to follow the leader. If we're going to cross over, it starts with this very principle first, before anything else. Let's all stand up.